Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm is your organic and lanolin-free answer to sore or cracked nipples. And today's episode is also brought to you by the Family Wellness Summit 2020. It's a free five-day virtual conference being held all online January 1st through the 5th. Registration is now open, and we will hear more about these things later on. But now it's Diane's turn. It is my turn. I am going to talk about who our review of the week is. And this is from Andrea Vest. She's forever grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for creating this podcast. I actually found your podcast when I was a few weeks into breastfeeding my first baby, born August of this year at a time when I was considering giving it up. It wasn't as easy as I expected it to be, and I was looking for support. I've been several episodes and have been encouraged over and over again to continue my breastfeeding journey and have learned to love it. I often listen while I'm doing the dishes, and y'all have definitely made motherhood less lonely. Thank you for speaking truth and helping me overcome many obstacles with breastfeeding. Oh, congratulations. And yes. you know what? Like, a lot of people don't love it in the beginning. It just... Oh, my God. No, it, what's the love? And you expect it to... Yeah. <laughs> you expect it to be no, something I mean, that like, it's not. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, yeah, that's it's like it's like you see this stuff. It's like you give birth to a baby and you like you see these pictures of people like crying with joy. And like, I got to tell you, like, I mean, with my home birth, I kind of like a little bit or, it's, you know, my second birth, it was like a little bit more like less terrifying. But like that first that was not crying with joy. I was like no. traumatized and then came home and I was traumatized and it was, I loved my baby, I guess. Like, you know, I mean, of course that's like, an, yeah. a th you know, that's like, no, that's like what happens. But I wanted to protect him and all that, but like, Oh my God, that yeah. was, it's not, it's not, they do not tell you about that. No, they do not prepare, prepare you for all those feelings of, just like what is happening because you're like there's all of this like stuff that you can talk about that's going on but there's this whole identity transition that's going on too that you are just don't nobody can prepare you for that no what it's going to be like to just tra you know your identity to change to a parent it is like I remember very clearly with my first hating it and just like latching them and being like, oh God, no, you know, like you just don't, yeah. you know, just hating it. And you do come to love it. And I remember thinking like, if I stop, I'll probably regret it. So I just need to like, you know, push through, push through. And, you know, obviously we did. And now it's my career, but it's, you know, it is not, nobody, nobody expects to hate it. You know, like nobody expects no. to, to not like it. You, like you said, you see all these great things, you know, oh my gosh, it's going to be so wonderful. I'm going to have this baby and I'm going to feel so great and there's going to be love everywhere and birds are singing and no, it's just yeah, not like that. Uh -uh. It's not like that in the beginning. No, and don't you, don't talk about it either because then people are like, I mean, I'm saying that sarcastically, yeah. please talk about it. But like, you know, if you talk about it, people are like, what? Well, you're not, you're not enjoying this? Look at this beautiful baby. You have a healthy, beautiful baby. Right. What are you not enjoying about this? Ugh, I want to punch like, those you can't, people. I know. Ugh. Like, what What in the world is to enjoy about, like, this scary-ass time? I know. I know it. So much happening there. So I'm glad you found us. And it's, you know, amazing. Yeah, we totally made your review well. about us. I know. Yeah, I, absolutely. It's, <laughs> but congratulations. Thank you for your review, really, truly. 
but leave us reviews. We love to hear them so that we can go on tangents about them and basically just make our whole podcast about it. But yes, we really, we do love to hear, you know, how, how things have helped you because I mean, people, this is how people feel and we want that out there. So thank you very much. And leave us reviews on iTunes or send us email or whatever, whatever works. And uh, we'll put you on. We'll make you our review of the week. Yes. Are you ready for this episode? Uh, yes. I'm so excited about this episode because I like <laughs> love to talk about this and I'm constantly talking about it in all the episodes. So we should just like make a whole episode about why your doctor is wrong. <laughs> why he or she or they are just effing wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do it let's do it and like i'll say this i'll precursor this whole episode with i have a pediatrician who is very who has taken his you know has has decided that he's going to educate himself in breastfeeding and is very supportive of breastfeeding but that is not very common so you know people who are listening right now who are like oh this doesn't apply to me because my like i don't understand my pediatrician is very supportive of my you know breastfeeding um you're very lucky because that is not like the common um experience right and especially in the u.s and i i was gonna kind of say the same little precursor you know i work with a lot of medical professionals and some are absolutely amazing they're very good friends They are like one of my doctor friends is on the United States Breastfeeding Committee board. Like he's amazing. You can't get somebody who is more breastfeeding friendly than him. Uh, It is just some of them are really take that time to educate themselves on it because they don't get a lot of education on this in school. They don't get I mean, they don't get any. Let's face it. They might get like around. They might get a couple of hours. And I remember talking to a doctor about this who I can't even think of her name right now. But um, Dr. Jen for Jenny Thomas talks about this, too. And she wrote a book. Um, And there's a lot of doctors that are really open about it. They're like, we don't get this education. We don't get lactation education in medical school. Right. It's not a part of the curriculum. And nowadays they might be like, oh, we need to be, be, you know, go, go with the time. So you need to do like a round in the, you know in labor and delivery whatever for an hour or two but that's all guys like that's all like when your doctor is talking about breastfeeding it's either it's not they are not educated in this it is it's just i mean it's just like anything else like your doctor is not going to go on with you they might but don't listen to them they might go on this big tangent with you about like you know their your your baby's teeth or, you know, like d- the dental stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't have that education. That's why they make dentists. <laughs> that's why God made dentists. Because- that's why God made dentists. And that's why God made lactation consultants. Because this is not why this is not a part of their cu- their curriculum. It's just not. It's not. It's not. And there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And you could have, honest to God, you can have a doctor that is or a pediatrician or an OB or whatever that is breastfeeding friendly. But that doesn't mean that they're breastfeeding educated. No, right. So, exactly. or they can be breastfeeding supportive, they are, but they might like, not be breastfeeding educated. That's okay. Right. Like exactly. That's like my pediatrician. He's like he he's very supportive of it. But he, I can even tell the some of the things that he says. I'm like, yeah, I'm not listening to you because you don't know what you're talking about, and it's wrong. Like, <laughs> actually, my pediatrician is wrong too. It, he's very supportive, and he's like, you know go see a lactation consultant or whatever um but yeah they're not educated in this it's just not a part of the curriculum and your doctor did not go to some special school where they had a lactation 
curriculum in the in the in lactation education in the curriculum. It's not a part of it at all. Yeah. But they can, like Dr. Jen, Jenny Thomas is like she wrote the she's a doctor and she she actually writes in her book. I can't think of the name of the book right now. And she she talks about how like she was like at this conference with lactation consultants and these people knew all the stuff that she didn't know. And she was like, how come they know so much more than I do about this? And then she was like she went on to become an IBCLC because she was just like, I don't want I need, uh, I need to know this. It's a physiological you know, but- function of the human body. I don't understand why it's not but, educated. But you know what? So is a lot of things. I mean, doctors have, especially a pediatrician has, you know, special um, training in like pediatrics. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you, we think of doctors as like being all knowing about everything about the body. No, there are, this is a reason they're specialists. You know, there's, they are, don't, they don't know every last thing about everything. If you have a problem, if you go to the doctor and like, oh, you know, it looks like you might have some gastrointestinal issues, they'll send you to a gastrointestinal doctor. Yes. You know, somebody who's got that specialty, but they won't send you to a lactation consultant most of the time. No, no, they won't. Like, they'll just like, oh, you know, just no, just give them formula. It's really crazy. And, you know, that's like a very, you know, and, and it's, it sounds like a blanket statement. But honestly, this is what a lot of doctors are telling people. And you have a couple of stories. Yes. Yeah. I was actually just looking at them. Are, yeah. Let's let's hear some of these stories. <clears throat> these are examples. And let, let me I really, really, really want to stress how common this is. This is not one freak occurrence that, you know, that Diane came across. This is every day. This is every day. Yeah. And there's like, I could probably inundate Abby's text messages with all the ridiculousness that I come across. And sometimes it's ridiculous. And sometimes it just pisses me off. And there's two of those that I'm going to talk about right now. And that's how this episode came up this week, because I was like texting you with like, oh my, I can't even deal with what this mother just told me, you know, like, and that's, but it happens all the time all the time and it's because yeah and it's just because they don't know and what they should be saying is you need to see a lactation consultant but they're not right so this first one was actually from an ob and it didn't have to do with breastfeeding it was birth but thankfully this mother was you know listened to her own gut but i saw her the other day it was her fourth baby fourth baby vaginal birth fourth vaginal birth fourth baby and her, all her babies have been big. And her first pregnancy, they were trying to get her to have a C-section because the baby was too big, which, by the way, is against ACOG guidelines, unless the baby is like over 11 pounds. And how do you know that until you have the baby? But regardless, <laughs> that's a different episode for a different day. She was telling me that when she was pregnant with that first baby, they were trying to get her to schedule a C-section and she didn't want to. I don't blame her, right? She didn't want to. And the doctor said to her, why don't you want to schedule a C-section? They're natural. What? Uh... What? You know, and she was like, no, you know, and she goes, and she had it right now. She's like, they, you know, he wanted to control the situation. I'm like, you're right. He did. And she went on to have a vaginal birth, but she said, what if I had done that? I would have had four C-sections. And I, quite honestly, that's yeah. life threatening. That is life threatening. Well, yeah, and OBs are surgeons, right? Let 
they are that's their training is surgery and i don't think people really understand that this is not like a you know like a natural birth educated and birth doctor they're they're surgeons and so she's right in the fact that he wanted to control the situation and he wanted a situation where he felt comfortable right you know because that was his training that's what he does that's where he feels comfortable so for him it was natural to have a c-section that was perfectly right. natural and, for him, but it's not a natural process. Right. And yeah, listen, if you had a C-section, if you want to schedule a C-section, if you just don't flat out want to have a natural birth and you don't want to be a part of that and you want to schedule your C-section, that is fine. All power to you. This person is sitting here saying to his face, I don't want this. And he's pushing this procedure on her that is not needed. Right. And telling her it's natural. That's not it's a surgery. Okay. Right. No, no, not at all. I mean, it's just, no, not at all. So that was the first one. I was just like, what is, ah, that's crazy. So the second one was a situation where a mom, I did not see this mom, but she was a, a patient at an office that I know of and decided she had her first baby and decided not to breastfeed, which, you know, that's her choice. She decided not to breastfeed. So she called the office to make her appointment for the baby, you know, her first pediatrician's appointment for the baby. And the receptionist was, you know, talking to the mom, making the appointment. And she said, they asked, are you breastfeeding? And she said, I am not. Um, but my OB told me to wrap my breasts really tight and don't touch them. She goes, I am big as a house and in so much pain right now and I was like and they came you know the receptionist told me that and I was like oh my god that is horrible horrible advice to give somebody so she didn't she didn't want to breastfeed and so the doctor told her that in order to stop milk production right right that was the purpose of that is to stop in order to stop you don't want to breastfeed so you don't need the milk so in order to dry it up Wrap your breasts as tight as you can. Right. Oh, my God. Like, that is... That's, like, guaranteed in massive infection. It is and discomfort. And yeah. psychologically, the hormonal aspect of that, mm-hmm. I don't even want to wrap my head around because of those hormonal changes are so significant at that point. But how... Just what awful advice... To tell this mother. That's dangerous. It is. It is. And this is, and that is a great example of being uneducated in this yeah. field. Yeah. Because that's something you hear, actually. Yeah. You know, like, you know, if you don't want to, if you want to wean or if you want to stop milk production somehow, you know, wrap your breast tight and the milk will stop. Yeah. <laughs> the milk will stop making, it'll stop coming. Yeah. I also heard somebody told me recently that they asked their pediatrician about weaning their 18 month old. And the doctor said, well, it's just going to be a couple weeks of tough love and that's it. Oh. I was like, oh. That sounds like medical advice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, isn't that what you just say? No, that's not what we say. No. No, we don't tell a mother to do tough love. 
I mean, there's just, you know, in in doctors' offices across the country, maybe the world. I'm just gonna talk about the U.S. because I don't know about the rest of the world. Although I think in the Western world, there's a lot of misinformation. Um, people are being told all of these crazy things, and some, and and the fact that we don't. You know, there's some things that like would wow even us, you know, like here, but like the every single day that people are giving birth in hospitals, not all hospitals. I understand that some people have really great experiences in hospitals and there's breastfeeding supportive hospitals or just, you know, choice, whatever your choice is will support you hospitals. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of the time, like for me, I think my experience was extremely common where it was like, okay, well, you were induced. And since you were induced, your milk is not in yet and your baby's hungry. And so you need to supplement with a little bit of formula. And then, you know, your milk will come in and then, you know, it's fine. Everything's fine. Just go home. Right. And, and that's just like, that's the foot that so many people are being put on. You know, because again, we have like formula companies that are like sending free formula samples and huge monetary incentives to hospitals to push their product. And so it's become, you know, this this kind of thing coupled with no lactation information and education going on um, with medical professionals. We have this of just, you know, just this this. um protocol this this kind of normal you know conveyor belt thing that goes on is just like well here just supplement with a little bit of formula here we'll send you home with this everything will be fine and you know people are not getting the breastfeeding information that they need in order to be successful if that's what they're trying to do right they're being from day one they're being led by the blind and I'm going to emphasize more on that after we hear from our sponsors. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you are struggling with sore nipples, you need pain relief fast. And when sore nipples turn into cracked nipples, forget about it. It's enough to want to call it quits. Damaged nipples can cause real problems with successfully breastfeeding your baby. Check with a lactation consultant that your baby is getting a good latch and get some Milky's Nipple Nurture Balm. Nipple Nurture Balm is formulated to soothe, protect, and heal sore or cracked nipples. This nipple balm is made with organic herbal ingredients and combined with natural moisturizers to help provide relief and to heal affected areas and even prevent cracks from reappearing. Nurture Nipple Balm alleviates the discomfort so the joy can be restored to your special bonding time. It is safe for both parent and baby, and there is no need to wipe it off before breastfeeding. Head to Fairhaven Health, that is F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by the Family Wellness Summit. Uh, Diane and I are a part of the Family Wellness Summit 2020, hosted by The Real Crunchy Mama, who you can follow on Instagram. This free five-day virtual conference is being held all online January 1st through the 5th, meaning you can watch it from anywhere, anytime, on any device. The summit is geared toward anyone interested in living a more natural lifestyle, and there are over 40 amazing presenters, including doctors, educators, and world leaders in holistic modalities, natural remedies, and family health care. Some topics include breastfeeding 
midwifery, chiropractic care, homeopathy, herbal remedies, and much more. Registration has begun for the free pass, and you can pre-order an all-access pass for just $89. This is a great deal that gives you access to all the videos for one year, plus extras, such as downloads, bonus videos, discounts, coupons, and special discounted packages created just for all-access pass holders. You guys are not going to want to miss this, so if you're a natural newbie or just crunchy curious or you're already a holistic mama, go to www dot family wellness summit 2020.com that's www make sure you do the www i was told family wellness summit 2020.com and register today registration is open and today's um promo codes and the sponsor links and everything can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com along with all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane, the lactation consultant. And also, I wanted to make sure that I told everybody that there is a 30% um, discount on all of the badass breastfeeding um, merchandise on my website. Go to thebadassbreastfeeder.com and... 30% 30% off. You don't need a code. There's shirts. There's thank you for nursing in public cards. There's keychains. There's all kinds of fun stuff um, for you. I think you will like it. It's thebadassbreastfeeder.com. Um, and it's all 30% off. So get it because I'm getting rid of it. So go and get it before you can't get Woo-hoo. it anymore. Who doesn't love a sale? Right. I know. And for the holidays, get it for right. yourself. Yeah. So choices. Like you were talking about choices, yeah. you know, and I think one of the things that really kind of gets me going a lot and makes me really nervous is that we're taking choices away from mothers when it comes down yeah. to breastfeeding. And if you're giving bad breastfeeding and advice birth. and birth, right, if you're giving bad education, bad advice, misinformation, you're taking their choices away. And I tell moms all the time, like, there's nothing wrong if you want to... If you don't want to breastfeed exclusively, if you don't want to breastfeed, if you want to, because people say, oh, if it's not working, it's okay. You can formula feed. There's nothing wrong with that. There's something wrong with it if it's not what you want to do. Exactly. Then there's something wrong with it. If you want to be a breastfeeding mom, if this is what you envisioned for your baby, then you should be able to have every opportunity to do that. You shouldn't be given misinformation by somebody like... You know, we talked about this on the myths episode a few weeks back where that one nurse told the mom, well, some babies just aren't, aren't are bottle babies. Some babies are just bottle yeah. babies. Like, <laughs> no, that's not true. Like some babies are bottle babies. Yes, because that was the choice of the family, not for a mom who wants to breastfeed her baby. You know, and that kind of information can be damaging. Thankfully, the mother that she said that to was a second time mom who had exclusively breastfed her first baby. So she was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, I'm not listening to you. And knew who her contacts were and where her support lies. If you say that to a mother who is a brand new, first-time mom struggling already, there there you go, you're you're done, you're lost. Because then you think, okay, it's not going to work. Some babies, this is just what they do. And now I don't need to look further for help because there is no help for me. I can't help the baby. The baby's just not a breastfeeder. And you hear that all the time where people say, oh, yeah, my baby just didn't want to breastfeed. My baby just, you know, they just wouldn't do it. They just didn't want it. Really? 
Yeah. I just don't. It's sad. And that's, that's probably, yeah. And that, and that coupled with somebody just going like, eh, you know, it's okay. It's a, just formula feed. You know, they're just, maybe they're just, you know, a bottle baby. Yeah, they're just you know, and baby. then you have like, you know, then you have people that it, it, it just leaves people. It's just it's so insulting and so disempowering and so demeaning to not have, you know, to be given the opportunity for something that is time sensitive. You know, you won't mm-hmm. get it back. You know, you have to you know, this is and it's going to you know, this these decisions set your these decisions early on this support early on it's this is what's setting this is the foundation and and you know it's just it's so it's so sad and i don't think that we realize like how much there is a lack of knowledge coming from people who are giving us guidance right you know and, and it, it's I- just Go ahead. That's crazy. I I like to ask um, nurses and doctors sometimes straight out, kind of put them on the spot. Like I was I was doing breastfeeding class the other day, and I had a new lactation consultant instructor with me who is learning how to do class, and she was also a labor and delivery nurse, and she had a student with her, so she was like, "Can my student also sit in on class?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's great, whatever." But we were talking, you know, we had this class full of, you know, new parents or new soon to be parents. And we brought that piece up about, you know, the education being so limited for nurses. And we like kind of put that nursing student on the spot. And we we're like, what, you know, do you, did you get anything about breastfeeding? She goes, no, not in nursing school. She goes, they might say like, it's good. You should breastfeed, but that's it. You know, like they don't give you the education behind it. They don't give you the knowledge base to help somebody with it or what kind of advice you should give they might tell you you know a little bit about like learning a little bit about you know why breastfeeding's good but that's it and it's like so now we're setting these people free to give advice that they don't have any education on right and so let's if we think about like where does medical curriculum come from who's writing the medical curriculum and how recent is it's, it? Well, and it's, yeah, right, right. It's old and it comes from companies. Companies that have stake in, you know, formula. Mm-hmm. So it's not in their best interest to be spreading all of this breastfeeding information around. I, I remember, and it's like, it's talking about Dr. Jen, Jen again, but she, in her book, she was talking about how, um, she was around all these lactation consultants, totally floored by how they knew so much more than she knew. And she said, I could tell you every single ingredient in formula off the top of my head, but I can't tell, I couldn't tell anybody anything about breastfeeding. Oh my God, that's unbelievable. You know, this is what they're taught. They're taught about formula. It's just like that OB that is a trained surgeon. That's their comfort zone. The, you know, doctors are trained they're trained in formula use. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trained to 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 use this skill, you know, to use that to use that knowledge. You know, so that's where their comfort zone lies. And and I and I do think that that that, that things are changing. And I think that people are 
becoming more aware that like you know people should have choices and if you want to breastfeed we need to provide this 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 support um and then so what you want then is just like somebody who comes in to their office where they might suspect somebody has cancer they would refer them to a specialist when somebody comes in well, and I'm going to change what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying in a second. When somebody comes in, they should be referring to them a lact- to, a, to, a la- to a lactation consultant. And I'm going to change that to whenever anybody is pregnant and wants to breastfeed, they should be automatically assigned a lactation consultant. Just like they're automatically mm-hmm. assigned a doctor to help them give a doctor or a midwife to give birth. Right. This should be like a not this should be not even a choice. It should just be like, oh, you're going to breastfeed. OK, we're going to get that person on board on this team. Yeah. Should be part of the it should be part of. Yeah. But everything like it's it should not be a choice. If you yeah, want like I mean, breastfeeding is obviously a choice, but to get the support should not be a choice. You know, like, you shouldn't have to be banging down doors and lost at your house. You shouldn't have to be all of this. But there's not there's not the incentive. There's not there's no incentive for the big for the big, you know, governing forces no. to provide that to anybody. And that's why we're sitting here with our teeny tiny podcast with our, you know, you know, the, our little lactation consultant, you know, businesses and like, you know, fighting from the bottom up. Yeah. Grassroots, man. This is what it's all because about. Because it's not, it's, yeah, it's not going to, the whole, you know, the, 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 the trillion dollar f- forces at work here are not, they're not going to give up anytime soon. It is. And it's a lot of it, you know, is about being able to control so much. And mm-hmm. with breastfeeding, you can't control that, you know, and you hear no, that so right. often you- from families where they're like, I can't see what's going in. The doctor wants to know exactly what the baby's getting. So they said I should just pump the milk and do it that way because we can't see what's happening. And I'm like, you don't uh, need to know. You know, that's not information right. you need to know. But they want to be able to say, okay, the baby is getting this much milk. And we we can only do that by bottle feeding. Right? Like, that's the only way to do yeah. that. Right. There's all kinds of, there's just, and it it's all comes back to the fact that they just don't know. Right. That's what it comes down they to. They just don't know. They're not, they're not like... Ooh, I'm here to trick you and try to push formula on you. That's not what your doctor is doing. That's not at all what I'm saying. That's coming from way above your doctor. Yeah. Your your doctor wants to help you. Your doctor also, I don't want to end this episode without saying your doctor is also extremely valuable resource to you. Mm-hmm. You know, your your doctor is like for medical information, like perfect. <laughs> you know, that's what you need them for. But when it comes to lactation, this is a breastfeeding podcast. We're talking about breastfeeding. This is not your reliable resource for information and for support. It is not your doctor. And what they are telling you about breastfeeding is likely wrong. Because they are not trained in that. And it comes down to just opinion, cultural norms and opinion. Right. Which we all know is wrong. And like you said, they can be supportive. But it doesn't mean that because they can say to you, gosh, we know breastfeeding is the best thing. We know you want to breastfeed your baby, but uh, the baby just isn't gaining like we need what like we, we think yeah. the baby should be. So you need to start adding in some formula like 
they can be breastfeeding supportive, but it doesn't mean they have the right answers or know or can determine why that baby is not gaining, you know, like just using that as an example. That is where they need to say, gosh, we're really breastfeeding supportive. Your baby isn't gaining the way we want them to be gaining. We think you need to contact a lactation consultant at this point. Here's who we would right. recommend to you. That's what should be yeah. happening. That's like, it's so easy too. just like print out like a few numbers in the area and hand them out to people who are breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. You know, here, contact one of these people. They'll help you with that. It's so much easier than just like trying to come up with some answer. You know, Ugh. out of your butt. <laughs> and then like, you look you like know, a fool like, like, you know yeah. I, and then, uh, I, I have families all the time that lose complete faith in their provider because of this like that's totally. not okay yeah that's not okay like that could be a perfectly wonderful educated doctor in every other way but then they'll lose faith in that person yeah and like, and so some of the common things that you might hear, and I hear, we hear these things all the time are like, your breast milk doesn't have any nutritional value anymore, or, you know, you're, it doesn't have enough calories or fat, so you need to switch to cow's milk. Um, yeah, you're not, your baby's not gaining enough weight, so you need to supplement. These are really, really common things that people are told. Your milk, you're not making enough milk, so you need to supplement. Right. You know, these are all these are just super, super common things that are being that's being put into people's heads from their doctors. And it does not look bad on you if you question it. You know, you can question this. Don't just blindly go, oh, the doctor said that I'm not making enough milk. So that must that must be what's happening. Ask the questions. You know, ask that. Why? Why? Why do you think that? Why do you think the baby's not getting the milk? Why do you think I'm not making enough milk? Why do you think that, you know, this is happening? Why do you think the baby's or, not gaining yeah. enough? Why do you think how much weight should you should the baby be gaining? How much weight do you think the baby should be gaining? You know, like there's questions you can be asking. You don't have to take it for, you know, point blank as, oh, OK, this I'm doing I'm not doing a good job. So I just, you know, need to stop. Yeah, you can also smile and nod and go home and call a lactation consultant and say like, okay, I hear your concerns. I'll get a lactation consultant on board to help me with that. You know, they work for you. Your doctor works for you. This person does not have this imaginary authority control over you and your baby. They are working for you. And so if they're giving you information that you're questioning or you think is not helpful, then fire them. And if you can't do that, you live in some area where there's not a lot of people, whatever, then try to con- con- get, a, get a lactation consultant to deal with the breastfeeding side of things. Right. I've had plenty of families that were like, I really like my pediatrician. I just don't talk to him about breastfeeding. But yeah. I like him for everything right. else. Same with OBs. Same with, you know, usually with, um, like, I've got a couple of midwife friends that are like, I don't do the breastfeeding piece of things. I'm just going to send them to you because that's not my part. I don't pretend to know it. I don't understand. Like, that's yeah. not what I do. So I'm just going to have somebody else take care of that for me. Like, I mean, you, you can't respect never, that anymore. Ever. Like, that's, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what should be happening because that's exactly what would happen if somebody came into the office that was having a problem that was outside the scope of that doctor's specialty, like cancer. Right. Broken you know, bones. You wouldn't expect okay. you. 
Yeah, you wouldn't expect your primary care doctor to be like, okay, so you have this kind of cancer, um, and so we're going to get you on this kind of chemo treatment. Like, what? That doesn't happen. Your doctor is like, yeah. we're going to get, we're going to get, a, you know, I'm going to refer you um, to a specialist. And that's, you know, that's how it, how it goes with everything yes. else, except for lactation. Then it's just like lactation is so like looked down on and so, you know, dismissed, you know, your that's when, you know, your needs are just become so dismissed. Like, oh, breastfeeding problems. We'll just give formula, whatever. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. People get so except defensive. Except when you want to breastfeed. Right. Like, except, yeah. Right. Except when you want to breastfeed, then there's something wrong with it. Right. My goodness. Ah, now see, now we're all fired up. I gotta go on about my day. All mad. Just... It really. Okay, so hopefully we didn't offend too many people with this. Although this is the truth, and you know what we're trying to do is advocate for you guys. And if you have any experiences, you know, with some things that your doctor said or questions you had, you know, that your doctor told you, um, let us know. Yeah. Or even like you know what. We would love to hear situations where if you did advocate for yourself, you know, how, how you did that. Cause that's a hard thing to do. It really is. And it's, there's nothing wrong with like standing up for yourself and then being able to share that with others too. And maybe encouraging other moms to, to do that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. I think that people that like, People that do, you know, I hear this a lot from, I know we're like way over, but um, I hear this a lot from people who are like breastfeeding in public and they get like harassed or something and then they fight back and they go through all of these steps of fighting back and like make this change. And I'm like, I need to tell your story on my social media so that everybody else can see this because this affects everyone, you know, like sharing your story and like, you know, people will be empowered to, to do the same thing if the same thing if you know if it happens to them Absolutely. so send us your stories well we can do like a whole episode on that oh my god yeah that would be awesome <clears throat> breastfeeder fights back yes let's do it let's do it people <laughs> send us your stories get on it right now everybody go type something yeah, up. right now start typing i know put your baby down give him a gas <laughs> fire <laughs> <laughs> listen to the last episode for that <laughs> but thank you for listening And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.